Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. Firefly Willows LIVE presents our live on-air call-in show. We're opening up the phone lines to our listeners for live on-air readings. Do you have a concern, or is there a situation you'd like guidance with? Get your question ready and join us by calling 1-646-716-5510 or by using the Skype button on the Firefly Willows L-I-V-E show page at Blog Talk Radio after the show begins broadcasting. Thank you so much for joining us here once again this month for the Solvox Network's on-air readings live show, where you have a chance to call in and receive a reading live on the air. My name is Heisty, and I am the host of Revolution, as well as the host of the Amethyst, sorry, the Amethyst Oracle here on the Solvox Network. And I would invite you to check out those shows, as well as all of the other shows that we have here. Uh, you can find... Um, past episodes of shows here on blog talk radio you can also find all of our shows on itunes where you can listen download or subscribe to the Solvox network in order to hear all of the new episodes as they come out and in order to receive a reading during this show you can call in and the phone number to call in is 646-716-5510 or on the show page, you can click the little button to connect in and you can do it that way as well. I primarily use tarot, but I also pull in a little bit of numerology and astrology. Uh, Sometimes I will use some other tools such as runes or I Ching. Um, I can also sometimes offer a little bit of a ritual or magical, we call them remedies or suggestions for things that you could do to help enhance, support, shift, Uh, or manifest what it is that you may be asking about or trying to bring about in your life. So uh, feel free to ask about that is no question that is off limits. So you're welcome to ask about any question, any topic, any area of life that you feel you need a little bit of insight, guidance, information around in order to better make decisions, move forward, or understand what is going on, why something may be going on, and how to best deal with that or work with that. While we wait for people to connect in, I wanted to talk about a couple of things. The first of which is that this show is airing on a new moon, and it is a new moon in Leo. And that is something, so first of all, you can think about new moons. Anytime there's a new moon, there's a sense of 
beginnings or new beginnings, initiating things, planting seeds, starting something, um, going to a new level. Um, sometimes it's the next step of something. It's, if it's like the next leg or the next aspect of something, um, new moons are really great for initiating those kind of things. And one, you can think about something that you would like to see build and come to fruition over the next two to four weeks, which would be the moon cycle. It can also be something for a longer period of time, of course. And one thing that you can do is think about what sign the moon is in when it's a new moon. And that gives us a sense of what kind of energy is being infused in that initiation. So think of if you were planting a seed, then the sign would be what kind of fertilizer am I going to give this seed because that's going to have a, an effect on how it grows or how fast it comes about or um, what it will look like in some way. So with a new moon in Leo, Leo is a sign that is all about um, confidence and fun and courage and uh, initiation, I will say that also Leo likes creativity, romance, likes to be the center of attention, tends to not be very uh, quiet or shy about things. So that tells us that this is a great new moon for looking at where you want to shine more, um, where you want to get noticed more, uh, where you want to have fun more where you need to stimulate creativity, where you want to initiate or generate romance, and whether that's for new romance or whether that's in an existing relationship and wanting to kind of heat things back up, respark something, this is a great one thing you can do from an astrological standpoint is if you go and you get your astrology chart, and if you don't have that, you can just go to astro.com and put in your birth information and you can get that for free and you can get a lot of information there for free uh, by doing that. And one thing that you would wanna do after you do that, that'll give you what's called your natal chart, which is how everything looked uh, when you were born. And then you would uh, bring up what's called a transit chart in order to look and see what house the moon is this, what this new moon or any new moon, but what this new moon is in. Now the house is going to tell you what area of life. So there's 12 houses. You know, the, the astrology chart, it looks like a pie with the pie slices. The slices are all, are each called a house. And the house represents what area of life, um, well, each house represents different areas of life. So the, the house that the moon is in at this particular moment would say, this is the house where you need to um, uh, bring, a, bring about more fun or which needs more attention or where you wanna have more attention drawn to, where you wanna bring more creativity into, where you wanna initiate or bring about more playfulness into. Um, so that can always be really helpful to understand where you need to focus those energies or intentions or goals uh, over the next few weeks for the, the moon cycle um, based on what house the moon is transiting in. And I know that it may sound complicated, but it's actually really easy. You just have to know your place, date, and time of birth. Put that into the website. It'll give you the, the natal chart, and then you just go and you select a transit chart, and then you can see what house the moon is in. 
and you just click on that and it'll give you a description of the house. So you would know what area of your life would be best served by really bringing the energy and attention in this case of Leo into. Um, so, you know, this is going to be a great time for enjoying ourselves, for playing, for engaging in more recreational activities. Um, it can also be about really shining in work or that kind of thing. So just think about where do you want to stand out um, or, or what aspect of yourself or your life would you like to find shining more and being brighter? Um, and Leo is very driven, very passionate. It's represented by the lion and it's a fire sign. So there's a sense of, you know, what, what are you truly passionate about? What really drives you? Um, and, you know, in its highest expression, Leo would want to make a positive difference. So it says, what are you passionate about? What really drives you to make a positive difference in the world? Um, because if we turn our attentions there and put energy into that right now, over the next couple of weeks, we're likely to really start to get a much clearer sense of what that looks like and how we can go about doing that. Another thing that is also happening right now is Mars, the planet Mars just moved into the sign of Leo as well. And what that does is it really is stimulating a lot of that because Mars is very active. It's the warrior, so it goes after what it wants. And so it's really kind of stimulating the ego and the self. Now, we wanna make sure we keep that in check, although we may see on a bigger scale, we may find that people who have a tendency towards ego type of personalities or behavior, may that, that may get heightened or exacerbated over the next few weeks. So Mars and Leo go through the beginning of September. So we may find over the next couple of months, well, month and a half, that um, we're dealing with some quite blustery, egocentric people who come on extremely strong and don't know when to back off or back down or lighten up. So uh, one of the things is it's this idea, Mars and Leo is really about kind of putting on a show. And so you're really going to see people wanting to um, really, they're going to go above and beyond to put on a show and really kind of, I, I'm at, at the risk of being political, I'm going to say we can see a perfect example of that in our current US president who has an ego that perhaps doesn't quite know any limits or bounds. And also everything is a show, everything is to entertain and nothing is too much. And that's what we're likely to experience and see in people, as well as we may find ourselves doing. So we just want to make sure we try to keep that in check. Um, but, you know, the sun and the moon um, and Mars are all really in close proximity right now. So there's also a sense that this is an opportunity for us to start seeing some things that may need to get burned away. One of the words that we can think of for this Mars and Leo and new moon and Leo is conflagration. So there's a sense of things really overheating, being too much, but part of the reason is because things are going to come to light or it's necessary for us to have to see them to the point that we're ready to let them burn away and fall away in order to start coming back to a deeper, truer expression of who we really are 
in some way. Um, so yes, we are likely to see boastfulness, narcissism, hubris. Um, we want to be careful that we are not uh, engaging in that, but it's also a great time to be uh, engaging determination, perseverance, going after what we want. Um, because if it's, if it's true to who we are, then we're likely to see not only an energetic infusion of helping us to accomplish that and achieve that, but also that we are going to find ourselves being very charismatic and really getting people excited and drawn into wanting to be part of that and to help us in that. Um, so, uh, you know, so the new moon, because the new moon in Leo says that we want to live in love to the fullest right now. So we may find that we're more sexually charged up. We may find that we're, that it's easier to attract people um, or that we are kind of overwhelmingly attracted to other people because um, the Newman in Leo as well as the Mars in Leo, there's a sense that people's charisma can really be on overdrive and it's almost impossible to stay out of that orbit or to not get pulled into that. Um, so one thing we can think about for the coming months, because it's the lunar month, is that you know, some people will be fanning the flames, which I think is going to be more of the boastfulness, needing to be center of attention, the hubris. Um, it's almost controversy for the sake of controversy, wanting to just stir the pot for the sake of getting people all riled up. Um, but that feeds their ego because they can, they, they languish in the satisfaction of having created that controversy. Um, some people will recognize where there is too much and are trying to calm things down. But the key is that over, especially over the next couple of weeks, we don't want to be sitting back and pretending like we don't care because everybody is going to act or seem as if they care to the nth degree. And some of that may be overdone, but it also re will represent that people's beliefs and drives and passions are going to really be heightened. So they're going to be extremely fired up around what they believe and wanting to either go after that or get other people on board to believe that or to win, really. Um, so uh, that can be really good if we're using it in the right way, but we do want to be really careful about that. Um, and pay attention to what feels like it's getting burned away because that, that need for burning things away is going to help shed some old things that maybe have lived their purpose or have gotten to be too much or are getting in the way of what we're really wanting. And there is a need just like the, uh, when the, the forest burns, it actually creates new growth and the opportunity for rich fertile soil to sustain and, and really um, support new growth to take place. And that's kind of what's happening here. If we allow for the burning away, it's going to open up space in ourselves, in our lives, in our world, in order for new things to start to take root and to be able to grow where there may have been overgrowth that was choking out the ability for those things to be able to come into being up to that point. So it's a little bit of what's going on 
over the next month, month and a half or so. And I will say too, because we're probably going to see a lot of, um, you know, I've, I've, I've seen a lot of instances over the past couple of weeks even of things that feel as if they're just over the top um, from posts from people who have gotten robbed and mugged you know, at bus stops and just out on the street in the middle of the day to the, what we've seen on the political level with the push and manipulation and trying to force, say, the healthcare stuff through without any sense of wanting to work with other people or even hear from other people versus trying to satisfy the ego of, I said I was going to do this, and I'm going to push this through and, and make it happen regardless of whether it's good for anybody other than for me to be able to say I won. Those kind of things we're likely to see, even an escalation of war talk and that kind of thing, because we're heading up to a solar eclipse, the total solar eclipse on August 21st. And this is also a moon that's going to be in Leo. So there can be things that have been suppressed or hidden in the shadows. You know, this, the eclipse is going to trigger the shadow. Now, that means that things that have been hidden in the shadows are likely to start coming to the forefront or coming to light, shining through. And that can mean that some of the most difficult, negative, painful aspects are likely to start popping out. Um, the worst aspects and people are likely to really start coming out. And in a sense, if we say that it's the, the true nature of those people, it's really a sense of even those parts of themselves that they've tried to keep in check will not be kept in check. And so we may see some things really kind of come out that are less than desirable and less than pleasant to see or experience. But the shadow has two sides. There's the dark shadow, which I just talked about, but the golden shadow, there's also aspects um, of ourselves that would say, here are some of the underlying or deeper potentials that we hold and possess that are possible within us. And these are also going to start peeking through and shining through and giving us a glimpse of, wait, that's possible? Wait, I can do that? Oh, and some of that may be not just about what we uncover, but also where we start to see other people responding to us in certain ways, like, you know, you're so great at, or I can see this potential in you. Um, you know, think of like a boss suddenly saying, I can see this potential in you. And I'm wondering if we can start working you towards moving into this position. And you would have never maybe thought about yourself that way or given yourself enough credit that you were capable of doing that or thought that you were ready yet for that kind of thing. But those kind of things can also start coming through. So we are going to see kind of a buildup of that over the next few weeks, especially as we move towards the solar eclipse on August 21st. So now is a great time to be planting seeds for those things that you are already aware of that you want to see really shine through or come out about yourself that the world may not be as aware of at this point, um, because those can build and grow over the next few weeks as well. 
that's kind of the next month and a half or so in a, a very general nutshell. Um, and again, if you looked at your astrology chart and wanted to look at the transits, you could see what house, not just the moon is moving through, but you might also see, because um, you could look to see where the eclipse is going to occur and then understand what may really be coming out during that time in what area of yourself or your life. Um, but you could also look and see what house Mars is moving through to really see what needs to, um, what passions, what areas of life our passions need to be focused into right now that are ready to really start to shine through and to be acted on. Um, you know, so I would encourage you to look that information up. Um, I will say that if, if someone has ever done a reading with me, a private reading, then I ask for the birth information. And then on your birthday every year, I, it's always nice to get a reading on your birthday every year, but I also will offer just for free as a gift to clients and um, a solar return, which is just a report about the upcoming year on your birthday. Solar return just means the sun is back where it was when you were born. Um, so on your birthday, I would uh, send you a report that just gives you the overall themes uh, and things that are going on for the upcoming year. So you know where you could really maximize and take advantage of things where there may be particular challenges so you can be best prepared. Um, it also can give a sense of when certain things are happening during the year. So you know when during the year may be a good time to do something or not do something in a particular area of your life. Um, so if, if you were interested in, uh, you know, getting a, a reading with me, then you're always welcome to contact me. You can email me, hi-c at tarotbyhi-c.net, h-i-c at tarotbyhi-c.net. Um, you can visit my website, tarotbyhi-c.net, which has more information about me and the services I offer, and you can contact me through there. Or on Facebook, you can just look up tarotbyhi-c, uh, and um, you can message me through that as well. Uh, but just know that, um, and if somebody had a question, if I had your birth information and you were wondering about what house something is transiting in like right now, if you wanted to go, oh, wait, what, what house is my you know, moon going to be in? You know, I'm happy to look at that as well because I can always look that up really quick and easy for you um, too. So uh, I will take a break right now and I will encourage, if you would like to get into the Q4 reading, you can do so by calling 646-716-5510 or you can connect in from the show page either way and you will get into the queue for a reading. So we're gonna take a break and we will be right back. I've been waiting half my life just to be the one to take you home tonight. We can make it if we try. But I wanna wait until the time is right. Tell me what's on your mind. I can't get you off my are we over all meant to be? Don't need to know right now Timing will work it out Can't let you make those mistakes with me So don't let someone find you Until you find yourself So don't let someone find you Even when 
um, and Mercury in Virgo makes us a little more analytical, a little more serious about things. Uh, Mercury in Virgo, like Mercury in Virgo doesn't want to have idle chit chat. It's like, just get to the point. Let's just talk about the salient issues or let's have the really deep, meaningful discussion rather than just a playful skim the surface kind of thing. So it, it can actually be a good time to be engaging in conversations about some issues um, that need to be worked through or talked through. Um, because there is both a willingness and an ability to get to the heart of the matter and to really talk about them in serious terms to come to some um, clear understandings, clear solutions, clear directions forward. Um, so Mercury and Virgo, it's really great for uh, solving problems. Um, so that's why, you know, things that have been issues or problems, this is a really great time for being able to work it over, analyze it, talk it through, and find solutions. Um, it's also a really great time for getting out and performing service of some sort. Um, so, uh, you know, getting involved in some sort of activism that you may believe in, um, writing a letter, making a phone call on behalf of someone or something um, is likely to have an impact, a stronger impact, or you're able to really get get through clearly and succinctly what it is that you have to say that will be um, influential in how it is heard or the impact that it has. Um, so if you are wanting a letter of reference from someone for that new job, this is a great time to ask and for them to write it for you and for you to, to send that in. If you get asked for that kind of thing, be willing to do that because your, your, your writing ability is likely to be very keen, very sharp in order to really write something that is going to be beneficial on behalf of the other person. Um, I have a feeling we're going to see more people writing, calling in, or standing outside the offices of politicians to get their point across, to say what they have to say. Um, the nice thing with Mercury and Virgo is that there may be, the Mars and Leo says, if the ego can get out of the way, then we may also see that there may be a willingness to uh, allow for those people to be heard a little more or to actually open the door and listen to what they have to say rather than to keep them closed out. Um, it's also a really great time for learning new things, especially things that happen to uh, enhance physical knowledge or skills of some sort, um, because Mercury and Virgo, we're, we're, our mind is very good uh, and, and very heightened at being able to absorb the knowledge and really process it and make it into something that we can then act on in a very um, productive or real way. Uh, some of the things you want to look out for uh, during the next few weeks are, you know, being too narrow-minded. Um, so we don't want to become overly critical and too picky, where we pick something apart to the death of it. Um, being able to critique, offer suggestions, point something in a direction, or, you know, editing something like somebody has written something, being able to say, you know, maybe sometimes Virgo is such a perfectionist that they think nobody else can do it better than them. And so Mercury and Virgo can tend towards us thinking, like, if we thought this paragraph that somebody wrote, you know, there's a different way to be able to write this or say this that might come across better. Instead of us rewriting it for them, let's 
make the suggestion and then allow them to actually rewrite it themselves based on the suggestions. Because Mercury and Virgo, in a general sense, gives people the ability to be able to hear the suggestions, process them, and then take them and do something with them um, in, in a productive way. So we want to not be so critical or so picky that we do it ourselves. And then like if we rewrite something for somebody, then it starts to become our voice rather than their voice. And instead, let's make the suggestions so that they can then use their voice and not be lost in that process. Um, and actually have a little faith that they can do it too. <laughs> um, which also, you know, Mercury and Virgo, there can be a tendency towards being a little too quick to speak, a little too quick to bite someone's head off. Um, so let's make sure that politeness, civility, pleasantries, grace, compassion, gentleness are also kept top of mind so that we can stay in that kind of a space while still offering what needs to be said rather than being too harsh in how we present it, um, causing the other person to shut down or become defensive rather than to remain able to listen. Which also means that we need to be able to hold space and, and remember how to listen as well, rather than if somebody starts to say what we don't want to hear, immediately biting back and cutting them off. And, you know, Mercury and Virgo can also get so practical that sometimes we either we block or we set aside the imagination. And so we also don't want to lose that creative imaginative side. Fortunately, the Mars and Leo aspect will probably help to keep the creativity stimulated, um, but just don't become so overly practical that we let things kind of become very dry or very by the book, rather than having still that infusion of interest and creativity. Um, and, you know, doing all of that also is going to be really good for helping us kind of be ready for the Mercury retrograde period um, because we need over the next few weeks, you know, leading up to August 14th, we want to be getting our acts together, uh, thinking about what needs to get, what work needs to begin or needs to get done in the fall as we're moving towards that. Um, so getting all of that together means that once we hit the retrograde period, the retrograde period isn't bad, even though it gets a bad rap. It's a great time for review and research. So if we have our act together and kind of thought through what the fall needs to look like in terms of things we need to get done and that kind of thing, then the retrograde period gives us this great opportunity to review that because Mercury is in Virgo, to review that very clearly and to really be able to reassess the plans or look at it and say, okay, wait, that's not gonna quite work in that timeline, but let's do this. So we're really going to be able to um, get all of the fundamental organization done during that retrograde period because we have already started to think through what the bigger picture looks like and then break it down into the pieces to put the pieces together in the best way possible for it to happen in the most successful way possible. So I pulled some cards from, uh, to just look at each of these aspects and say, how can we best take advantage of each of these astrological aspects that are going on. Um, so for the new moon in Leo, the five of cups came up. And 
you know, and I think that this also because the, the Mars and Leo card is the page of cups. And so both of these together would say, because there's the new moon in Leo, especially with the sun and the moon conjunct um, Mars and Mars and Leo, they're all really interrelated. So um, this is really about uh, that burning away, that allowing the past to fall away, to let bygones be bygones, so that we can come back to a renewed sense of hope and optimism to allow ourselves to start um, focusing on what we want to hope for, dream about, long for, make happen next. Um, and to not get caught up in old self, old definitions of who we've been or who we are because of what has happened to us versus being able to look forward to say, this is who I want to become and this is how I can become that as long as I don't let the past continue to be what defines me. So there's our burning away. And the page says we come back to a childlike state. So we're kind of rebirthing ourselves into something new. And it's something that we might have always hoped to be or that we always dreamed of pursuing and letting go and shedding and, and burning away what it is that has built up and gotten in the way of us either being able to do that or convincing and thinking, convincing ourselves and thinking, I can't do that. It's too late in my life. I'll never be able to do that. I'm not capable of that. If we can let that burn away just because of past disappointments that we thought defined us and said, yep, that's right. You can't do that. That's not going to be possible. It should have happened earlier. Then we will discover that there are ways to actually fulfill some of those hopes and dreams even now, maybe in a different way. You know, they might look different because we are at a different time in our life, but there's no reason why that core aspect of where those were coming from can't actually happen. And for the Mercury in Virgo, we have the Four of Pentacles reversed which in some ways kind of goes to that critical aspect because four of pentacles reversed would say that we want to break things down all the way to the foundation and examine all of the pieces to see if there might be a, a more efficient, more organized, more practical way to put the pieces together for things to work. Um, so don't just try to force something, don't just try to add on to something versus break it down into its core components and look at is there a way either for some of these components maybe are unnecessary, so I just want to come back to basics, or can I put these pieces together in a different way? Um, and maybe that just means pruning something from over here, adding just a little bit to that. Um, I will also say that Four of Pentacles reversed wants us to remain open. So this is going to really challenge the Virgo element that's coming in over the next few weeks, which is, I know what I want. I know how it needs to be done. I'm the only one who can do it right. Um, it's my way or the highway. And we want to be more open to interacting with others and discovering that maybe other people hold pieces that could be just as beneficial or work just as well that would benefit everyone rather than just our way and benefiting me. So those are just some ideas to keep in mind uh, over the next few weeks. 
Um, and I will also remind you that if you wanted to explore further and more deeply how you might be experiencing these things or how you can best navigate through or take best advantage of these things in your personal life, I would be happy to schedule a private session with you in order to explore those things more fully. And you can contact me by email, highc at tarobaihighc.net. You can find out more about me and what I offer at tarobaihighc.net. Um, or you can contact me through Facebook, just go to tarobaihighc and you can um, contact me through there as well. So hopefully this has helped give you a little bit of sight as well as helps you to best prepare for the next few weeks um, and take best advantage of the energies that are going on to know how to keep yourself in check a little bit and to watch out for um, overdoing things, coming on too strong, um, trying to force your way versus no way instead of how could we maybe do this our way. Um, but it also says, have some fun, enjoy some romance, um, play a little bit more, stop taking things so seriously and keep the imagination flowing and activated and alive um, because you're likely to experience some exciting, stimulating and motivating things that can get your passions and fires and juices flowing again. My name is Hi C. You can hear me second Sundays of each month for Revolution here on the Soulbox Network, or you can find me at tarobaihighc.net for other services and things that I offer. Thanks so much for joining us this month. Feel free to join us or to let other people know they can join us for readings every fourth Sunday of the month here on the Soulbox Network. And we will look forward to having you Join us here again on the Soulvox Network in the very near future. Thank you.